All right, welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. <clears throat> and so we just started season three um, last episode. I didn't kind of introduce that, but um, these episodes lately have been coming like off the fly. Like, it's been so crazy how, um, I don't know, I feel like... <clears throat> As I commune, you know, through the Holy Spirit with God daily, I just feel like he's really been imparting these uh, messages lately to me um, daily, it feels like, or like not daily, like spur of the moment um, on the ones that I've been doing where it's like, oh my goodness, like I got to talk about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I'm kind of just going off the fly. I don't like cut these or anything. Um, I just go with it and roll with it. And sorry, I I'm like, Something blew in over here. I'm in Texas, and uh, my allergies have been kicking my butt um, over the past couple of days. But um, with that being said, um, I I don't know what I'm gonna call this uh, episode. I'm just thinking like um, our purpose in Him, maybe, and um, we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off two verses and just kind of see where it goes. But, um, yeah, let's pray. Awesome, God, thank you for this word that you've given me today. Thank you for your word, um, which um, brings light to revelation. Um, thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit that um, speaks um, to us um, from your heart. And uh, thank you that um, <clears throat> it produces a message through us. Um, thank you for just uh, loving us so much that you... Um, sent your son that we might um, be glorified in him um, for you. Um, thank you for that. I say things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so <clears throat> I'm just going to jump straight in. Okay, we're in John 3, John three fourteen. okay? It says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. So Jesus's purpose on this earth is one, I'm going to say one. I, I hate, I hate, I dislike limiting your knowledge. That's one thing that, 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 that the church does is they limit knowledge i don't i want y'all to, to know that and understand that whenever i whenever i'm speaking <clears throat> do not limit god okay i'm speaking each podcast for a specific reason okay this does not mean god is infinite like um you know i was just reading today in uh I don't remember what it said, where, where it was at, actually. But it says that the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God, okay? So there are depths which we have not reached, like the Bible says, right? Um, we know in part, but it not until we see him face to face will we fully know, you know, what is that? 1 Corinthians 13, it's, it's, at, the, it's at the end of 1st I'm just going to read it real quick. Golly, see, you know how, this is how it goes, man. Sometimes, like, we jump in and, like, these verses are brought to light and I'm just over here going off. You know, um, 
you know, it's right here, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 12. For now we only see reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall fully know even as I am fully known. It sounds very complicated. It's quite simple. It's just that the depths of which we know will be known then. So, okay. So going back to what I'm talking about, this is this fraction of it, but this is this is why Jesus is not only the bridegroom, he is the redeemer, he is the son of man, son of God, the fourth man, like he is your 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 bridegroom, your judge, he is the high priest, he is all these facets of things, okay? So we're not going to limit him ever. I don't I don't do that. I'm speaking on a specific topic. There is more depths to it, but the more that we understand and the more that we're filled with this, the more in awe and we behold Jesus in one specific way. That's like the living creatures, right? And they have, they're covered with eyes, right? They see all the facets of him, of God, right? In the, in the throne room. And they keep singing, you know, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come, right? They get to see him from all these angles. I believe that that's why they have all these eyes is to see him and in ways that we don't see him we may have like one or two or three of those eyes right or we have two eyes let's think about it right so um this is what i've seen and what's been spoken to me in this moment today okay so there's more yes okay so i might say he came to give eternal life but he also came to um you know for forgiveness of sins so there's a lot of things okay so but this is what i'm speaking on today okay so three john three 14. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the world, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. He came so that you may believe that in him you might have eternal life. Okay? That is his finished work. Okay? This facet that I'm speaking of. For God so loved the world that he gave his one, one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but he have eternal life. Okay? Whoever believes in him may have eternal life, okay? This is why Jesus came, okay? Have eternal life. So, let's go, um, man, should I stop in seven? Should I stop in seven? That's, that's the thing yet. So, so check this out. Um, huh. I'm I'm kind of going off of knowing him, right? So let's see. Let's um. I love this. Okay, so let's. I'm I'm going off script now. John seven. John seven twenty eight. In there it says, "You do not know him." So let let's let's just go ahead and read. Those. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple toward, in the temple courts, cried out. Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Okay, then later on, uh, verse 30, it says, This hour had not yet come. Verse 33, You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you will not come. Why will we look for him? Okay. Why will we look for him? These people have seen him. They have tasted. Right? Let's look at this further down. Verse 37. 
Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scriptures has said, rivers of living water will flow within them. If Jesus is the living water and anyone tastes of him and drinks of him, this, this, is, this is like what Paul talked about, right? But Jesus is saying this in his way of a parable, right? Of, of trying to get people to understand things of the Spirit to uh, people of the flesh that have not received the Holy Spirit for it to be revealed to him. So he's trying to explain that to them, right? Because his time had not come yet. He had not been glorified, right? We're, that's what he's talking about in here. And then we'll go to that here in a second about what I'm talking about, okay? Right, because it says, okay, so it says, by this he meant the Spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive up to that time. The Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. <laughs> Jesus had not been glorified yet, but they will understand this because Jesus, by this he meant the Spirit. So through the Spirit, we drink of him and, right, he is the living water and from him, rivers of living water flow from within us. But we have to come to him and we have to drink, right? Later on, uh, or somewhere in the Gospels, it talks about eating of his flesh and drinking of his blood, right? From, from coming to him, coming to him, this is not striving at all whatsoever. You come to him, okay? And in coming to him and believing in him, you are transformed into the likeness of him. He is living water. Then it says rivers, rivers of living water will, fro, will flow from within them. Okay? Because Jesus has not been glorified. Okay, so what happens when Jesus, Jesus is glorified? And we're talking about eternal life, right? That he came to give eternal life. John 17, verse 3. Now, this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent <clears throat> apologies for my allergies now this is eternal life that they may know you the only true god and jesus christ whom you have sent right later on verse five and now father glorify me in your presence with the glory i had with you before the world began so he's saying now father glorify me right Let's go back, right? John 7, verse 39. Jesus had not yet been glorified. Now, this is eternal life, that they may know you. All right, sorry, I had to stop that. Woo, man. So, um, back to where I was talking about, verse 17. This is eternal life, that they may know you. Okay, so going back to... um. John uh, 3, okay? He was lifted up, right? John three fourteen. He must be lifted up that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life in him, right? Okay, so then halfway through when we go into verse 7, he had not been glorified yet. But, verse 17, he's saying, now, Father, glorify me. After what? Eternal life, that they may know you. Your purpose 
a piece, right? Like I said, this is a piece, right? Your purpose in life is to know him. In knowing who your father is, you reflect, right? Rivers of living water. You come to him, you taste, you drink. It flows from you. This is eternal life, that they may know you. Your purpose is to know him. And in knowing him, right? Let's go, we can go back to verse 7, to John 7. The Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. He had not yet been glorified. Why does it say that? Okay, once he's glorified, right now, Father, glorify me, right? So eternal life that they may know you had to happen, right? By this he meant the Spirit, whom those believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. He was trying to explain this beholding, becoming, right? Jesus is saying, come to me and drink. And if you believe in me, rivers of living water will flow within you. You drink, you taste, you are transformed from living water into living water. This is how we, Jesus is our identity. He came down as the son of man that we may have adoption into sonship and be, we were created in the image of God. Right? The knowledge, let's think about this for a second. If eternal life is knowing him, our knowledge was corrupt. He came as the truth to, to bring true knowledge. Knowledge in the flesh is not knowledge. It's not. Love is knowledge, right? First Corinthians, oh my, see, I'm going off all over the place. First Corinthians, verse, what are we in? Um, 1 Corinthians 8, um, what is this, uh, 1, uh, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know, but whoever loves God is known by God. Note the word know in everything, because knowing him is eternal life. Whoever loves God is known by God. Okay? So this knowledge in here is the knowledge of the flesh. The knowledge of God is love. God is love. We were created in his image. Jesus came that we may know him, that we might be transformed into the, the, the actual truth, which we fell from, right? By eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Knowledge corrupted us. False knowledge. Jesus came to bring the truth. True knowledge, right? This is eternal life that they may know him. Okay? Your, your purpose, a piece. I don't want to have to keep saying that. I hope you all understand what I meant when I said earlier. Your purpose is to know him. Your father. And as you know your father, right? Even further down, it says, it says um, in, verse, in 1 Corinthians 8, 8, 6, um, there's but one God, the father, from who all things came, and for whom we live, and there is but one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things came and through whom we live. 
Jesus Christ came and spoke all the things of the Spirit, right? Whenever he talks about living waters, right? Trying to help them to understand, but he had not been glorified yet. He hadn't been glorified until eternal life was released. Eternal life was released when he died on the cross and resurrected. The power of the Holy Spirit was released. Eternal life came to those who believed in the truth, right? Jesus is what? The way, the truth, and the life. In him is the correct way. In him is the truth. In him you receive life, right? Life. Life. He is the, the life. Actual life. Not death, right? The, uh, the Bible says right in Genesis that the day you eat of this this um, this fruit, it, you will surely die. What did Jesus come to bring? Life, eternal life. He came to bring life. We were born of flesh, born into death. Jesus came to so that we may be reborn into life. Okay, the the tree of knowledge of good and evil brought false right lies. That's why we felt shame and we hid. Okay. In the darkness, right? Think about this. Bible verses, darkness. Now we live in the light because of the knowledge of the truth, which is Jesus, which is eternal life, which is to know him. Right? So you see how this, this, this is, this is, this is it. In you come to him because you're thirsty, right? You are thirsty. You have found out that all of these ways of the flesh lead to absolute death. <laughs> Literally, anxiety, depression, whatever your death is, drug addiction, etc., sexual immorality, it's death. It doesn't make you feel good, it makes you feel horrible, or it makes you keep seeking it and you never find it, etc. In him is life and life abundant. I was just reading this book and it says, only an infinite being can fulfill an infinite desire. You have an infinite desire inside of you that we all seek to be um to be filled and it's only found in the rivers of living water and then rivers of living water are flown out through you and it's all natural and i will never stop preaching on that it is and this is the gospel jesus christ came and died that you might have eternal life which is knowing him the father and he whom he hath sent okay so I'm going to call this like, you know, I don't want to say our purpose because there's so much purpose that we have. I mean, we're almost like, like him, right? We are, we are, he's the bridegroom, but we are the bride, right? So a bride is a piece of our identity. He is the high priest and we are a royal priesthood, which is a part of our identity, right? He is the son of man. We are co-heirs that are adopted into sonship so we are sons we are brides right we are a royal priesthood the list goes on which makes jesus that much more beautiful so behold him behold him worship the scriptures prayer right and we do these things out of love for him because we've beheld him and we've seen his beauty and there's nothing more beautiful and in beholding him, we desire to commune with him and to come to him and seek these living waters. He becomes our, I guess, when it, 
when I'm trying to explain these things to the flesh, he becomes our hobby. He becomes our desire. And, and in letting him be our desire, these things just naturally flow from us. We see him as all beautiful and we want to be like him. We want to please him. We want to, um, like this book I was reading recently too, um, it talks about how, you know, when a guy sees a woman, how he immediately changes his um, his ways to um, attract her, all these things or whatever, to be like her, to, um, you know, so that they can have like this bonding, I guess. I don't know how you want to think about it because I haven't, you know, I don't know how that works anymore. Uh, it's been a while for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then that's that's us in, in Jesus. We desire him. And in desiring him, we become like him because we were made in his likeness, right? Already. But we don't have to strive for this. From, from the place of beholding him and seeing his beauty and loving him, we are transformed and, and back and rest, restored to our original state of being before prior fall, which I've said before, right? Pre-fall. But um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call this um, podcast, but I just had to speak on that and just kind of um, talk about these uh, few verses. But I'm just going to pray and then we'll jump out. Um, awesome God, thank you for your word. Um, I pray that we receive something out of this small Bible study. And I pray that we are we are continuing to seek you and in seeking you, we find, because that's what your word says. And I pray that we are transformed into the same image and we continue to, um, to, to, to be transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory. And um, we just delight in you. And we delight in you and we live in a consistent state of delighting in you. And nothing else has our attention aside from you. Nothing else has our attraction aside from you. Nothing has our adoration or affection aside from you. Only you and only you can we find true joy and peace, which is what um, you ultimately um, want us to have, um, because that is what blessing is. Blessing is not earthly things. It is the deep things of God, of revelation and knowledge in his beauty being reflected off of us and reflected back to him in adoration and obedience and sacrifice in in in. in picking up our cross and denying ourselves and following him. Um, help us continue to do that. I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen.